0: Hello, hello! Hola, amigas! Welcome back to the Legacy Building Mamas podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I am Evelyn Lopez-DeLon, your host. If you're anything like me, you've probably asked yourself, as a woman, can we have it all? Being a loving partner, a caring parent, keeping the house in order, providing healthy meals for the family, being a dedicated friend, practicing self-care, all whilst building a career. In fact, building a legacy. It can be overwhelming and the mental load we carry is real. But what if I told you that achieving this balance is not only possible, but it is within your reach? As that saying goes, where there's a will, there's a way. Join us as we navigate the challenges of balancing it all. Let's talk about the tools and strategies that are within our control to support us. Before we dive in, Remember this, you are enough, you are capable, and you are the driver of your own success. It's a truth we must embrace. Today's episode is a cozy little chat, perfect for keeping you company while wrapping those last-minute gifts, or tackling the ever-growing laundry pile. I'm right there with you. This week, Amidst the ca- Christmas chaos, I've skipped a few early morning me time. And okay, my laundry has been mounting up higher and higher. But here's the thing, mamas. It's okay to let things slide sometimes. It's all about finding joy and balance even in the busiest of times. Now, let's talk about self-care. In this episode, I explore What does self-care even mean? For me, it's been about catching up with friends and having me time in the mornings before the girls wake up. But self-care looks different for everyone and it changes within the seasons. Maybe for you, it's a walk around the block. Maybe even if it's five minutes, sometimes that even helps. Sometimes it's about getting a pedicure or grabbing those precious moments of rest. I guess there is no right or wrong. When it comes to what this really means to you, it's just as long as you find some time for you to enjoy whatever that may be, but something that does not revolve around business, kids, or housework. And when you do find that thing you call self-care, try to do it as much as you can Don't stress about whether or not it is a daily thing, just enough for you to feel good again. Once you identify the feeling of overwhelm, then that is when I suggest you go do that thing you do for self-care. So let's dive in for more on this topic. Happy Christmas week, lovely mamas. I hope the festive buzz has been filling filling your days with joy. I know it's been a whirlwind of preparations, right? The past few weeks and this week, no doubt you've been shopping for presents, wrapping them, writing cards, but let's be real, it is not only about the presents, it is what comes before that, right? That mental load at Christmas time is crazy. It's thinking about what presents to buy, the details, and Oh, what about finding the time? Where where am I going to find that time when I'm doing everything else? And not to mention all the decorations around the house. And if you're into that naughty elf on the shelf, you've been moving that damn elf around every night and sometimes at 3am because you forgot to do it before you went to bed. So here is to you for the amazing work you have put in. I hope you realize how amazing you are for getting through it all. I do hope you are still listening into this week's episode whilst you are wrapping presents or getting the laundry done, because if you're anything like me, the laundry is what has suffered this week. I have a whole pile of laundry to do because on my weekly schedule, where I dedicate that time for the laundry, has actually been dedicated to the Christmas planning and festivities amongst everything else. So, of course, something had to give. Another thing that suffered was my early morning wake-ups and exercise routine. It took a bit of a break, I must say. The nights have been filled with Christmas parties. There were three memorable parties, starting with my favourite one, the SAS Video Marketing and Legacy Building Mama's Christmas Party, with my husband, celebrating the year that we founded our business and our podcast followed by what could be my last or second-to-last corporate job Christmas party. That one was particularly wild, tinged with a sense of, this might be the last one. The third celebration was with a local networking community, buzzing with business talk and wonderful women, one of whom inspired me to consider building an SEO-optimized website for Legacy Building Mamas. It's time, I think. To create a space to share content, blog posts, and connect with other women who dream of moving beyond the nine-to-five grind, we could support each other as we inch closer to the day we say goodbye to our corporate jobs. So investing in a website that stands out makes sense. But anyways, I digress. I will keep you updated on how I do go with that, but as I reflect on this, I realise My usual routines have been thrown out the window. But here's the thing. It's perfectly okay. We all go through times when our plans go to complete shits, especially during the holiday season. The most important thing is that we're creating a wonderful Christmas for our families. Let's not be too hard on ourselves. Embracing the festive chaos is part of the season's charm. But what I do want to talk about is self-care during this time. But what is self-care anyway? It is such a broad subject, I think, and one that is different to everyone. Your self-care activities would look completely different to mine, and they can also vary throughout seasons. Like during this season, self-care for me is socialising and catching up with friends, getting out there whereas yours might be focused more on exercising and feeling energised through movement. For some, it will be to get out and get pampered. Hopefully, you have had some time to get a pedicure and for some, it is rest and napping where you can. Lately, I've been having conversations with friends about self-care and I have been given two pieces of feedback which I love. I welcome feedback because you can often overlook, and I've said this before, I have thought myself as being self-aware, but I don't claim that I am all the time. And I change, and so do my priorities. Therefore, I am open to new opportunities, anything to make me feel more energized and feeling good. I want to feel energized when I am with the girls. The minute I start to feel drained and find it hard to concentrate or the times I lose my call cool easily with my family, then I know I have to revisit something. So I would say mid to end November, I actually started to feel really drained, low energy, and just moody. I also recognise I do have a week every month where I feel it the most. And not sure about you, but since I had my second baby, my menstrual cycle is a lot stronger and my energy levels are down. So now, I actually have an app that tracks this. It is called Maya. It literally helps me track my cycle and some insights about my health. This allows me to remember that when it does come around to that time, that I can be more aware of it, and I take it easy, and also, I'm not too hard on myself during this time. This is the week I like to try to get to bed early and rest. So anyways, going back to my conversations with friends, one of them in particular asked me what self-care activities I did. So I listed the ones I am more active with, especially when I'm able to wake up early, which include the following meditation, reading, journaling, affirmations, visualisation And like I said, going out for dinner. I try to do that at least once a fortnight or once every three weeks at least, depending on how much work I have. So what is missing here? One friend gave me feedback on trying out yoga. I should be fitting in yoga or any type of movement really. And let's be honest, I have thought about it, but I choose not to because I simply don't like it. So let's talk about yoga. I couldn't agree with her more. In my experience, every time I do it, I feel so good and energized after it. What stops me from doing it simply is my mind. I start thinking, well, it's too boring. So every time I think I will wake up extra early so I can fit it in, I start to make excuses that I would rather sleep those extra 20 minutes instead. And that rest is just as important for self-care, right? Adam, a firm believer in the benefits of yoga for mental clarity and energy, has often encouraged me to give it a try. But I've been hesitant. I remember a particular discussion we had about our weekly goals. While I focus on achieving tangible goals, Adam emphasized the importance of yoga and exercise for mental well-being. I initially resisted explaining that I prefer to set realistic goals that I'm confident I can achieve. For instance, Adam had set a goal to create 11 videos by the end of the year. During a hectic period of Christmas and New Year's Eve preparations, he was pushing hard to meet this target, leading to a sense of discouragement by week's end when he wasn't achieving his goals to get there. I suggested he adjust his goals to a more manageable number, like six videos by end of year, considering, considering our busy schedule. This will not only be more realistic, but also help him by end of the week on a more positive note. However, Adam then pointed out that I might not be challenging myself enough. He suggested that if I really wanted to explore yoga, I should include it in my weekly goals. Taking his advice to heart, I've started to integrate more physical activity into my routine, like running to pick up the girls from daycare and incorporating yoga sessions. I'm now aiming for three yoga sessions a week. Being driven by goals, this approach is working well for me and I'm already feeling the positive effects on my well-being. Let me tell you a story. I did a reel the night after going out for dinner with that friend I was telling you about, which led me to stop making excuses and start the yoga and using the daycare drop-offs as an excuse and run. It actually led to an unexpected connection with an amazing author. It reminded me that by opening ourselves up to new experiences, we invite wonderful opportunities and connections It's not about the followers or the money. It's about passion, purpose, and the joy of connecting with like-minded souls. To my surprise, I received a private message from Lizzie, an author, of who is actually dropping her book next month. It's called The Active Workday Advantage. She contacted me from that same reel I posted, and she wanted to connect. She's got almost 8K followers. I mean, that's pretty cool. So here is me who didn't even want to start this podcast because I was no one, because I hadn't made it yet. Just someone who wants to share her journey and inspire others to do the same thing. And in less than four months in, I can say I have met the most amazing women I tell you this story in the hope it inspires you too, to do the things that will open yourself up to new possibilities. I mean, it's just pretty cool that so many women out there are supporting my cause, my journey, and want to also serve the same audience. Regardless of the fact, I don't have thousands of followers, but it's not even about the following, it's the connections with like-minded individuals. But anyways, Keep an eye out on her episode coming out mid-January to talk all about the different ways we can keep active whilst working so we can stop making excuses that we don't have the time. This will be a good reminder of the importance of movement whilst we work long hours. I know I am looking forward to learning more on how we can incorporate more movement and live a more energized life. So to sum it all up, I do believe self-care is a mixture of three things. Physical, the moving and and the exercise. Emotional, your self-talk and creating boundaries. Spiritual, which includes meditating, journaling and gratitude. It seems I am more interested in the emotional and spiritual side of things and would like to focus more on the physical Which is so interesting because prior to kids, I was more on the physical aspect. I played a lot of sport. I loved playing soccer. Sometimes I would play four times a week. Indoor soccer, that is. It's known as futsal. And I was less about the spiritual. And funnily enough, I wanted to get to be more spiritual. And I wanted to meditate. And I wanted to do all the spiritual things. But again... I would make excuses and I would be content that I was still looking after myself when I was playing sports and I would make that as an excuse Well, I'm playing four or five times futsal and that's enough, right? So now I'm at the other end of it all. Um, I now have picked up the spiritual side of self-care since having kids and now finding the balance is all fun and games. Again, for you, this might look completely different and we shouldn't be putting the pressure on ourselves. And this may change over time too, and that's okay. It is whatever feels right for you and when it feels right for you to pick it up again. It's okay to not always be in self-care mode, but good to acknowledge when you need to come back to it and realign with these practices. For me, it is when I am feeling really low in energy less motivated, and when I lose my call cool with my family. So I do go through a bit of a process when I identify. At this point, I, I guess I'd like to share um, what has helped for me and uh, see if you resonate with it. So I initially start to determine which activity will bring me joy, what activity actually replenishes my energy and makes me feel mo- motivated. I start small by choosing one activity or behavior I'd like to incorporate into my routine. I add it to my weekly goal. When I start, I start off small, doing it twice in a week. And if it feels that works, then I follow the week, following week up with one more. So the following week, I start doing three times in a week. And then I reflect on how this makes me feel. And as you you get used to one and you realise the benefits, you can start adding another one bit by bit and you can add more practices as you are ready. Try to get the support from your partner or a friend to hold you accountable for achieving these goals and share your wins. And it doesn't have to be exercise if you are not ready, especially if you have just had a baby. Here are a few ideas to ease you into other self-care journeys. So for me, it was journaling. Um, Starting each day by paying attention to my breath for five minutes and setting intentions for the day. Or you can start the morning with a good, healthy breakfast, something I need to get better at and uh, next on my list. Reflect on what you are grateful for each night. Or you can call a friend just to say hello or organize a dinner, even when the kids are in bed. Reason why I get the kids in bed at 7 o'clock, later 7.30, is so that I have that me time and can arrange catching up with a friend at least once a fortnight and I will ask to meet at 7.30 p.m. Or you can take up a relaxing hobby if that's not your thing. You know, not everyone um, gets something out of catching up with friends all the time. Um, But you might be just something relaxing that you can. uh, Or you can pick a bedtime and stick to it. So when Adam and I are feeling burnt out and we've had a crazy week, sometimes we say, this week we have to get to bed by 10 p.m. the latest. And we hold each other accountable And it's part of our weekly goals. Don't forget that on the back of a crazy season, start to think about how you can slow it back down and take a moment for yourself. Reflect on what self-care means to you and how you can weave it into your goals. It's not just about caring for others. It's about nurturing yourself too. Even if you start off with 10 minutes, that is better than nothing. Surely you can put aside 10 minutes for something you enjoy and then slowly build it up until you find it helps you to show up for what matters most yourself. You matter the most. Once you start to feel good, everything around you will start to feel good. So I end this episode with an inspirational quote To be a good parent. You need to take care of yourself so you can have the physical and emotional energy to take care of your family. That's by Michelle Obama. Thanks for tuning into this episode. I truly hope you can find some time for yourself. You deserve it. Sending lots of love and festive cheer your way. Merry Christmas, amigas. I hope you enjoyed listening to the Legacy Building Mamas podcast. If it spoke to you, please leave me a review and be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss out on your weekly dose. I would love to connect with you. You can follow me on my Instagram, legacy underscore building underscore mamas. Thanks for spending time with me. I really do appreciate you. Let's become role models for our children, paving the way for a generation that values both success and family. I'm here to provide inspiration and guidance as we grow, thrive and elevate ourselves on this incredible journey. Tune in next week and let's discover your why. Shape your journey, build your legacy. Until next week, amigas.